Beers. 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 Uh, Beers Mandatory episode seven. 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 Seven prostitutes. Seven. Um, ever seen the movie Seven? <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Uh, is it like Casino One? No, it's Lucky Number Seven. That's number Seven. That's also not a casino Slavin. movie. It's the one Kevin no, Spacey. What? I'm thinking of Lucky <laughs> Number Seven. There's a Casino One. Didn't even think of it. Um, with uh, Casino? Buddy who acts as uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the Social Network movie. I think it's the Lucky Heisenberg? Number 13. Yeah. No, man. I... Lucky Number 13? You ever seen Lucky Number 11? With That's Josh Arnett? No, but nice. I remember always Brad Pitt's in that too, right? Pardon? Brad Pitt's in that? Bruce Willis. Morgan Freeman. Ben Kingsley. Oh, okay, yeah. Lucy yeah. Liu. That's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I'm thinking of a different one. Brad um, I didn't even think about the Kevin Spacey thing yeah. until, uh, I mean, it's a good movie. I mean, all, all things aside. That's... Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> um, Beers Mandatory, Episode 7. How's everyone doing today? Uh, we were just marveling that we're over 116 listens so far. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We're getting there. One listen at a time. <laughs> um, so, uh, a little, little out of characteristic, we're recording on a Monday today as opposed to a Friday. Why we, is that? Why is that? Uh, we're actually able to take in Johnny Manziel, Money Manziel's uh, very first CFL game. Yep. Uh, so we're going to dive into that. We're actually thinking that we're probably going to spend a decent amount of time uh, covering Johnny Manziel, but then Jay and Dan... <laughs> Yeah, you uh, saw what yeah. I sent you. I was like, oh, I was like no, we're too late. Yeah, but, but there's, there's worse. There's way worse. Let's yeah. do it. Does anyone even know who Jay and Dan are? We're just going <laughs> to compete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not going to back away from the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Have all the Tim Hortons funding you want, Jay and Dan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we were able, we, we caught that game, so unfortunately we weren't able to record. Although I feel like we were, we're having a good time. I think we probably would have been pretty funny to record a live recording. That, that would have been um, cool. We do have some video footage, though, of Johnny's first drive. Yeah. I'll send, that, I'll send that to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Completion. So we're going to talk about Johnny Manziel. Uh, we didn't really get to touch on Brian Colangelo and that shitstorm. Yeah, I have to talk about that. Yeah, we're going oh, yeah. to that. That's insane. And you know, it's funny. That me, is insane. Oh, it's crazy. Like, me and Nick were just talking to his uh, to his mom. We've made up, guys. I know you were wondering. <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing okay. Um, and, uh, like, when we graduated high school, I'm not going to say how many years ago it was, but it was, an, it was X number of years ago. Um, like we just did not have social media and it wasn't just like so a part of our lives and so ingrained into how like in grade four yeah exactly but like it just wasn't ingrained to how the world works right and now like like you're starting to hear stories coming out of Brian Colangelo it's like oh every executive has like burner Twitter accounts to follow their players and stuff like that right but like I guess no executives tweet from them like super aggressive <laughs> things, right? So I mean, like, but it's just so like that's not a problem that existed when we were in high school. Never, right? No. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll talk about the NBA Finals game too. Was last night. Uh, I personally think like LeBron James almost had a triple double. Uh, I don't think he really showed up though. I just there was a look on his face. His body language wasn't there. He had taken only 15 shots, I think, by the third quarter, which. You know, when you're down 1-0, you've been robbed and you're on enemy territory and you're LeBron James and you have no one else on your team, you better be taking more than 15 shots, I guess <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, like, he was making the right basketball plays. Uh, they were 2 for 6, or they were 3 for 19 on open sh open shots, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They had 19 oh open God. shots and had 3 of them. 
He doesn't get any help. Man. No help. No help. Soul crushing defeat game one too though. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. Like, it's like what happened to Raptors, man. They go out. Yeah. Soul crushing loss. They come back. The next game, they're just not even there. I'm gonna say it's just a hair different, and I guess I can take solace in the fact that no one on the Raptors did what J.R. Smith. That's did. right. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, maybe they missed it four tippins at the end of regulation. Sure, they maybe. Were they were shooting. Shooting. They knew the score and they knew the time. Yeah. Um, that was so funny. His emotions, like... I think that is so... Like, LeBron James is like, fuck. <laughs> Did you see the bench? Did you see him on the bench afterwards? He's, like, literally just, like, rocking... His, his hands are in his knees, and he's just rocking back and forth. He's like, can I, I love, love the aftermath? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where LeBron James goes, but if he's back in Cleveland, J.R. Smith is not back Oh, 100%. In he's gone. No way. Not after that. That's crazy. That's safe to say the whole team might be different. Yeah. Very real possibility. They changed their entire team halfway through the season this year. Yeah, they're going to have another new team to start of next season. Is there an NFL comparison for that? Uh, not that drastically. It's not very common in the NFL that a team will blow up, like, and yeah. completely change their team halfway through the year. It's much harder because you have so many more starters. That's what you five. five. Yeah, this is yeah. true. Um, like, that'd be insanity. <laughs> yeah. New all new defense coming out here. <laughs> Trading all 12 guys. <laughs> you guys are uh, not going to gel. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm gonna, we, we have a couple of NFL points we want to get to as well, too. Uh, maybe just touch briefly on the Raptors if we have time. You know, like, what's going on with the Raptors? They've interviewed a couple of San Antonio Spurs assistants, yep. but uh, nothing's really come to, come, come to head from that. A couple of NFL just odds and ends. Um, but yeah, so as is beer's mandatory tradition, we're just going to tell a very humorous story that's happened in our lives, and of course it happened at... Tiger Cats game. Manziel's debut. <laughs> Money Manziel's debut. Uh, oh my god. Another just hilarious story. Um, so I was leaving my building. We were going to the game. I was going to pick up Nick and Tay. And uh, I tell this guy that I live I don't even think I told you, Tay. Um, we're going, and I'm telling the guy like what we're doing tonight. We're going to see the Tiger Cats game. He's like, oh, uh, Howie Mandel's on their team oh. now, right? <laughs> You guys said Howie Mandel is on our is on the team, and I just started laughing. I said, "No, Johnny Manziel." He got over the germ phobia and is immediately yeah. playing football. Yeah, exactly. The first thing he, he did touch a lot of different people. <laughs> I'm finally okay with it. So now I'm a 46 year old former game show host, <laughs> playing quarterback in the CFL. Deal uh, or no deal. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're at the game watching Howie, and uh, me and Nick are sitting. Sitting beside each other, Tazon, Nick's side, and Lauren. You guys know Lauren. We've uh, she's aight. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're at the game. We're just having a good time. Uh, it's loud. It's a CFL game, right? Like you're not always going to uh, to be able to hear everything. And uh, so this girl's sitting directly in front of us with her father, and um, she has she has autism. Like she has a very uh, like a very severe case of, of autism for sure. Yeah. And um, so she turns around to Nick. And does like the old school grade two up top to the side down low. And like, but Nick didn't go for it. And you know, she laughed. She had a fun time. And like, that's okay. We're just like, we're having to be part. Like, she's remember, like, she's creating memories, right? I didn't even see the first attempt. You didn't see the first attempt? She did it pretty quick. She, okay, fair enough. She did it pretty quick. All I heard was you guys like, oh, like, stood up or whatever. What's going on? Nick, that's when, and then. So then she goes right back in for another high five. And Nick, you know, because Nick's a stand up guy, goes in for it. And she literally goes up top to the side, down low, and just like pulls it away. Just roasts him. Just absolutely skewers him, right? Nick went over three on the high five. Yeah. For six. Yeah, she oh. six. yeah, and she was, she was, 
she did it and she was her own hype man about it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, louder than we ever could have. She was, she was. She had this laugh and it was very like choppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it cut to your core. <laughs> yeah, it hurt, man. Um, and so she had her dad with her and her dad's like, oh, that's great, but watch the game, right? Like, and it, 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 it can't be easy, right? And like, we really had no problem at all uh, with, with her doing these things. Laura was her name. Uh, that's and right. She, and uh, at some point throughout the the game, I, I just sung, sang a line from a song that was playing. I was like, everybody's got, I just said it really flatly, like everybody's got a hungry heart. She just turns around and coldly says to me, you're really bad at singing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay. But then she again acted as her own hype man. <laughs> but she did call Nick beautiful. She did call Nick beautiful. Yeah, and then proceeded to psych me out. <laughs> yeah. um, Fully in the head. Also, she said, I love cucumbers, I love nipples. She uh, and she was saying this to her father. Yes, it was very bizarre, very bizarre. But he got on top. He said, "No, that's not acceptable." I'm sure he deals with things all like the time, that, all, all the time. time. And she turns around at one point and says, "What'd you have for dinner last night?" And I was terrified that she was about <laughs> to skewer me. So I uh, got his hands ready. Yeah, so he was ready for the one two. I three. pulled him right up. I put him right <laughs> over my head, and I said, "I'm scared. What did you have for dinner last night?" And she said, "Pierogies." Uh, and her dad's like, we did not have pierogies last night for dinner. And then they proceeded to just like argue. But I was in a conversation with the three of them, but they're just the only two talking. So I finally just had to say, all right, well, you get back to me on that. <laughs> just retreated back to my seat. Uh, but she said, thank you. She gave us a high five on her way out. She really liked Lauren. Go her dad you. thanked us yep. for letting her be a source of entertainment. Not in a bad way. But it was nice. Like she, th That's a memory for her. And you know, it's definitely something that we take for granted. And uh, it's also a memory for us. We're, talk was, we're talking about it right now. I, I, <laughs> I, I was happy that we were able to sit there and I was happy that she was part it was of funny, our, man. our first experience. As year. hard as we all got roasted, it was fun. Yeah. Now, Tay and Lauren seemed to I didn't get roasted yeah. at all. No, she didn't even interact. You were too far down. But basically, Nick, me Lauren and either. We were in the middle, yeah. behind her. Me and you look exactly the same. So, I mean, it's really just... She, and she did tell me that I had to shave my beard. Yeah, she said the same thing to me, too. Yeah, I don't need to talk to you guys about that, too. Yeah. But you know what's funny? I was saying to Nick, I walked in today, and uh, his dogs didn't bark immediately. And then I was like, oh, my God, the dogs aren't barking. And then they started barking at me. <laughs> so they definitely thought, like, this was a bootleg version of... <laughs> some, ah, I said the laugh. You got Until they heard the voice. You're going to have to bleep that one out. Um... I dropped it. I think I dropped that's a hat trick now. I'm terrible, man. I'm terrible. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to say to all guests that come on the show, like, uh, you're not allowed to, you know, use last names or anything like that because Graham uses all the last names, so there's just not enough to go around. Um, Be 50% bleeps next time. <laughs> Here's hoping. You know, sort of the trailer park boys on TV. Yeah. Um, like, Ricky's on here. Ricky. Uh... So we all watched the game. Um, it was a fun time. I think we all enjoyed. Yeah, it was a great, great time. Great, great time. to be around. Just back in it. sports and back in it again, right? Back yeah, in. man. So um, some great craft. And Johnny was there. Tim Hortons Field. Yeah, a little bench brewery. Yeah, bench. Hey, if you guys want to be uh, future partners, sponsors? I don't know. <laughs> Beer's mandatory. It makes I don't sense. Know. You just ruined it. <laughs> Where are we from? <laughs> you just ruined it. Bleep. We'll bleep, bleep that out. We're gonna bleep it out. It'll all be bleep. We're on the. We might be 50% on bleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta bleep that out too. We're up to 55%. Um, so we're watching the game. I personally thought Howie Manziel was the best of the three quarterbacks. Oh, hands down. Throughout the night. Yeah, I'm gonna so let, of the Tiger Cats. Of the Tiger Cats, of the Tiger Cats. But I'm gonna let our, our experts, and the sound guy, um, he's an expert, guys. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna let them talk. So tell me, you know, just tell me everything about the game. You know, how the Tiger Cats looked, how did Johnny look. Really, I don't really care about the Tiger Cats or anything like that. Just how did Johnny look and, and everything. 
Right. Okay. So, well, we started off with Mazzoli, and we got to see what he could do. Yeah. And he didn't start off too bad. No. Um, no. But then, towards the end of his time in the game, he made a couple of terrible boneheaded decisions in throwing. Well, he threw that ladder pick on the second drive. Yeah. Okay. So that was just like slight. Like that would have been a nice throw. The guy had good coverage. He, he missed timing. He did miss timing. No, no, he burned the corner. Game one. He just threw it too late, and the safety came over. Right. It's Game preseason, yeah. so whatever. Game one. Uh, but the second interception. That was in the like triple oh, coverage, not terrible. even nowhere near the receiver. It yeah, was like yeah, yeah. almost it was if, if and like, you were on the right side of half at that point, right? Like you were on the scoring side of half at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's funny actually. Me and Nick are uh, running routes during the week sometimes, and just legitimate. They actually run football routes. Not delivery routes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so they said to me one time that yo, we'll hang out in an hour. We're just running routes, and I thought like because they work together, I'm like, oh, they're just doing delivery routes. Yeah, it's totally normal. And they're like, no, no, we're running football routes, like, slam hooks and everything like that. Uh, sorry, so Tay, you guys were out. Oh yeah, so I, I couldn't hit the post on Nick the other day. And then Masoli comes up and he outdoes me, man. He hits the post for us and I was throwing it the other day. And you know what's funny? I was just saying, like, Masoli <laughs> Taylor, it's it's neck and neck. Yeah. I don't know who's the better quarterback. I, I, I don't, available. I don't know. I'm yeah. available. <laughs> I want to battle Manziel. Uh Howie Manziel? Yes. Um Yeah, uh what was I gonna say? Yeah, Mazzoli, like but then we looked at his numbers afterwards and he I don't know. He wasn't like, terrible. Like he I said, that, like you can't realistically take away those interceptions, but like he did have a decent completion percentage, yeah. and he did have a couple okay plays. But I mean, I think that's a perfect case of saying numbers can almost mean nothing. He looked terrible in my eyes. Oh, uh, no, the eye test. Yeah. The eye test. Yeah. He was awful. He was garbage. Yeah. He maybe made. A he definitely showed flashes. One touchdown. One or two plays where it was like, wow, that was a nice play. Like there's a few times he'd scramble out, keep the play alive, and he'd huck it twenty yards downfield the ball but like again like I think he may have had more interceptions than times where I was like nice play yeah <laughs> you know what I mean nice play. More um, I think the CFL is plagued by this problem and this game was plagued by it as well too um, so often it's the end of the first quarter and it's like three nothing yeah like it seems like the second and the third quarter and the fourth quarter like a lot of offense happens but I just don't know what it is the first quarter is just their like we were so excited we were jazzed up we were excited we we're at go had a couple of beers of us everything they're mandatory um, and then, like, literally the first 25 minutes. And we also hype it up, right? Because it's like, oh, Joy Manziel's first game. Remember, this and then man he just joined in. the team two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, yeah. First preseason game. First time playing football in, what, two years? Well, get off my case, Taylor. I like to get excited, okay? <laughs> get off my case. I know, but, we're like, I'm just saying, we definitely expected more. We put expectations yeah, on it, for we sure. Um, we're like, Johnny Manziel's going to throw a touchdown, getting over all his yardage. Just like... I'm so, Johnny Man... How I'm sorry, how many? What am I... Johnny Mandel? Um... So let's hear about it. How did how did he do? What what was your takeaway from from just eye test? You know, like numbers are gonna back it up as well too. But from eye test, to me, he, I, he looked the best. I agree, and I think anyone would think that. But to be fair, like obviously Mazzoli is more comfortable with his players and the system. So and maybe we're looking. He at was it. like you could visibly tell that he was trying to do more, and they were giving him more freedom. Whereas like when Johnny Manziel came in, maybe different style of play or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I think a lot of it had to do is they were easing it into him. Like like me and Taylor were saying, they they were giving him quick reads. Johnny he was making team. those reads, and he was hitting them, and like he looked confident dropping back, and he looked crisp. He had a couple and like of he scramble. was getting the ball off really quick. He had a couple scramble plays, too, where he didn't just bonehead cross right. his body. Right, like that one covers. specifically when he was like scrambling out to the right, and then and he, me, like, he found that guy coming back from the right side of the over, and his guys were like, like, oh, I would have ran there. It's yeah. like, yeah, because it was like yeah. there was a guy – 
like right on his ass. He yeah. was running towards the sign. I didn't have a whole lot of field left. See, take that. No, he was scrolling, rolling out left. That was crazy. Whipped his body around and. No, it was right. Was it's, right. it's the same play, but he was rolling. Maybe a different right. You guys are describing it. the same play. Where he had the guy on the sideline, and then he kind of cut in, and then he was just right there, and it was like a tight window. Yeah, he was rolling over his opposite way, so he had to twist his body all the way back around and get it there. I think it was the same play, and he was rolling right. He was definitely right rolling right, rolling, but he, rolling he could right. have been that angle, though, because the guy was going the other way, so he could have went like, like that. I'm yeah. talking different play, then. Okay, Find like a second pass. Okay, this was more towards the end of his time, his in, time I believe. Game, yeah. Like, maybe towards the end of the third quarter. But okay. anyways, regardless, uh, he looked. I think he looked good for what they were doing with him. He didn't turn the ball over. There was pressure in his face a few times immediately, and he didn't make any boneheaded plays by tossing the ball up or trying to beat too extra. Like he just yeah. ate the sack, which is good. Which and you know, know what? I, like as as much as we were pumped up for it, you can only imagine the emotions that he was feeling, oh, right? Oh. And to not go out there and just be a total plug and like make boneheaded calls. Exactly. Like, like he, after two years away from professional football, like it's kudos. Like it's kudos to him. Like it shows that he's still Johnny Football. You know, but like, he's taking this seriously. Exactly, he is, he's man. He wants to do good, and I want him to do good. Yeah. And I think that, like, it's good for us. I don't it's know. Mandatory. We'll have to see more, and as maybe next preseason game, which I don't know, is it this Friday? This weekend, I think they. Play. I, they don't play at home again until I believe June they 29th. play Montreal. But in don't Montreal? They, I, they don't play at home again until June 29th. Yeah, their home openers in week three. Yeah. So we'll try and snag some tickets for. Definitely us. gonna be following Johnny Manziel. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was the best of the three. You concur? Yeah. Some would say agree. Some else would say aggressively agree. <laughs> um, Seems to be the most. rest of the tire cast didn't look very well. I was going to say, I was actually just no, trying to think in my terrible. head right now, what was the score? Uh, it was 36-16, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, touch, the touchdown they got was a kick return. Or punt return? Punt return. Punt return. Which was beautiful. By it was the way. a nice play. Yeah. Nice play. To me, it basically, you know what it summed up as? The first game of the preseason of the CFL with Johnny Menzel in his first game in two years. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any better way yeah. I could sum it up than just that. An interesting thing to watch, will, you know, regardless of how well Manziel is playing, is he going to be enough to save that team? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like Manziel can play so well, he can put the points on the board and be careful with the football, but that defense looked terrible. But that, that if like like you said before, you can't just like say this happens, but that guy, the pick in his hands, takes it up to the house, that changes the game, I think. 100%. Hold up a momentum swing. Hundred percent. And I actually, sorry, I'm going to retract on that statement because the Tiger Cats defense was not put in good situations. Like there was way too many fumbles and turnovers mm, by the Tiger oh, yeah. Cats and put the defense in bad awful, field position. Awful I field saw the position. Tiger Cats. I think they they either kicked or punted from like their ten or fifteen yard line, and I think it went to like the forty yard line. Yeah, like oh, yeah, their yeah. own forty. Yeah, yeah. Brutal punt. It was just like wow. Yeah, wow, yeah. I remember being like, yeah. I think that's not great. That well, was... I could have done that. If you guys want to, <laughs> maybe not you, but like Phil. <laughs> Phil could have done that. Yeah, yeah. He could probably do better. Yeah, yeah. we're not gonna say his last name. We don't want to get to sixty percent beeps. Good catch. Um, no, but uh, to flip the story, the uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson looked pretty good. Next to the Eagle. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. the Argos. Yeah, quarterback yeah. the Argos. He didn't look too bad actually. Running back looked good too. Yeah, their running back looked Burks. good. Burks. Burks made that nice yeah, play. Yeah, he's he he cut top, back, toppled him to the LED sign. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god! And they could not get it fixed. Yeah, that's that was, right. That was a to challenge. to anyone that uh, has us on Snapchat, um, they probably saw that. But uh, some guy ran into the LED screen on uh, on the sideline, and the two boy, like the two guys, spent probably 
five minutes trying to put it back in order, and they just could not get it perfectly lined up. So they, they're calling on their, their walkie talkie like, we, we can't do this. Like, they, they're just like, they tried, they tried, they just could not get the, the LED sidelines back to, together. <laughs> Too tight of a line. It's good. They, they, they ended put up it in well. a sledgehammer. You know what they did? They did their work right the first time. <laughs> they did. That You're they very did. right. That they did. I don't know how that thing came uh, out. He, sl he smashed it, though. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren said to me, she's like, oh, man, why do they put, like, TVs there? I'm like, no, 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 that, those are padded. <laughs> it's not just a bunch of TVs. That's insane. That, that makes no sense. They look pretty heavy. Yeah, but they're padded. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, exactly. Like, they're not TVs. Yeah, like, they can be heavy duty, but if that's padded, it's better than crashing into a TV. Smash. <laughs> put on all the pads in the world you want. You crash into plasma glass. <laughs> yeah. I don't, think it, I don't think it would feel too good to hit those things. Oh, I, I'd agree. Definitely <laughs> not. But if I had to throw you and tackle you into something, what would you rather me tackle you into? That or a TV? I am going to get a TV. And Neither. I'm going to tackle you into a TV now. That's, that's what I'm going to do. You're talking about a big uh, box tube TV? Yeah, I don't want one of those. One of those. Oh, I feel like that'd be another thing. Like, a little flat screen? Yeah. Oh. My parents are moving. They have like an old TV. Like I used to play N64 on this thing, man. Like It's... At least 28 years old. Yeah, those 32 inch screen style TVs are those heavier boxes. than like a 70 yeah, inch TV yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to get tackled in one of those. I'm yeah. serious, man. Um, when I worked at Best Buy, people would bring in their recycling, like old electronics, they'd bring in those TVs, like just little ones, even old com computer monitors. Yeah, yeah. And those little like 28 inch, 32 inch screens were heavier than some of the, I'm not kidding, like the 70 inch, like. LEDs like the 4K TVs now. Wouldn't that be it's hilarious? Insane. So if they were like bringing in their actual recycling, which is people bringing in bottles <laughs> and shit recycle like that. here. Yeah, recycling. <laughs> like, no, no, no. It's like, like batteries and electronics. Just budget like seventy dollars worth of empties and stuff like that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, thanks, Best Buy. Um, so final thoughts: this Is going to be a good season? We're going to cover some Johnny uh, Johnny Mandel. Let's just hope that uh, they look a little more crisp. Uh, in this preseason game, hope hopefully oh, yeah. have more time to be fair. They were playing the uh, game one defending Grey Cup champs, but I mean, no excuse for how sloppy they played. Yeah, no, that punt, man. I remember watching that and just it wasn't that windy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was windy at all. That was <laughs> there was no wind. Yeah. Um, it was actually a perfect night for football. Oh man, perfect. But he did nail a fifty-four yarder. Yeah, yeah, he had. An, yeah, he to me, that's like less impressive. But he did miss an extra point. He did. He did. Yeah, to, me, first one. to me, nailing the 54-footer is less impressive when you... Oh, but punter and kick would be different anyway. See if I'm the same. Oh. Or some teams have t separate, but... Well, let's assume it's the same then. And I to me, it it's is. less impressive that you punted it 25 yards. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's way less. Like, it takes... Like, I'm going to net even you down to 30. That's over 30. Um, so we're going to try to get tickets for the June 29th game so we can bring you some more... Uh, Johnny coverage. Yeah, soon enough they're gonna have a beers mandatory uh, studio and desk at Tim Hortons Field. They don't already. <laughs> okay, soon, very soon. It's under construction. Yeah, it's right now. It's being built. It's, it's <laughs> everything <laughs> takes forever, <laughs> but it's being built. Um, so we're gonna move on. Unfortunately, because of our uh, game time activities last week, we weren't able to talk about the shitstorm that was Brian Colangelo last week um so i'm not sure if you guys read any of that basically everyone that listens to this podcast i sent the article to so i assume most of you read it no uh, a thing or two 
Um, but holy shit. Like, just... It seems it, like fake yeah. gossip news, but I don't think it is. It seems like we're back in high school. <laughs> yeah. It seems like back in high school, it seems like something that never would have happened if anyone else was president in yeah. America, right? Like, it's just... Do you guys and, have... Sorry. No, continue. Do you guys have those Facebook friends that post fake articles and but they actually think that they're real yes and like they're obviously terribly fake we all have that friend like that's, that was like one of those name, stories we all have that friend <laughs> that was like one of those stories you know yeah it's, but it's real what yeah that's so true that is one thing you'd see in like the onion or something it's like yeah. like calls out players on burner account like read exactly like that burner accounts Michael Jordan's coming back. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like Michael Jordan's playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Owner of the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> yeah. like, um, Owner player for the opposite teams? Yeah. I think that can happen. Definitely. Man, like, old NBA was insane, dude. Like, some of that shit, like, did happen. <laughs> but, uh... Not for opposite teams. Oh, all the time, yeah. Really? Like, there was so much, like, collusion and shit back then. Yeah. Missed the good old days. Corruption. <laughs> Um, anyways, so Brian Colangelo, ex-GM of the Toronto Raptors, uh, maybe you guys know that we're, we're a fan of the Toronto Raptors, um, said some pretty negative things about Masai Ujiri, um, which is, you know, whatever, fuck, Masai's way better, like, I always thought, like, when Brian Colangelo was the GM, it's like, you're a, f like, you're an okay GM, but you're not, like, I never, th I was never really crazy about those teams. Even the teams that had, like, Chris Bosh and Andrea Bargnani and Jermaine O'Neal. I was like, I'm never like, oh, this team's winning the yeah the championship. Right? Not like, like you did nowadays. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess we were totally wrong there, too. But I definitely liked <laughs> this team, these teams, better than I've ever liked oh, yeah, any team Brian Colangelo put together. And, uh, like, so, and, and what's coming out now is I guess his wife's still very involved in, because their kids all went to high school and stuff in Toronto, right? So Brian Colangelo didn't take his kids and wife out of Toronto, so they still live. Really? Here, yeah. Um, but, like, now it's coming out that uh, uh, three of the five burner accounts... So, basically, what happened, uh, Brian Colangelo had five burner accounts where he released uh, information about Jaleel Okafor, Markel Fultz, Joel Embiid, trashed Joel Embiid, Jaleel Okafor, Markel Fultz, Brian Colangelo, Sam Hinkie, the guy who did the process. Apparently, he was basically... He praised Brian Colangelo. <laughs> praises Brian Colangelo at every turn, right? Like, the guy's fucking a genius. Uh, you started hearing more stuff coming out from like Toronto sports writers like Steve Simmons and Michael Grange that apparently the guy always had like the thinnest of skins, like, oh yeah, like Brian Colangelo could just never take, like the most minuscule amount of criticism, which kind of makes no sense to me because his dad's been like the head of America basketball for twenty five years, right? Like the guy's a basketball lifer; he's never not gonna have a job in basketball, right? So it's like, why do you need to care what fucking idiots on beers mandatory think about you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like it makes no sense. But, um, uh, so... It's probably due to that, man. Deep down, he's got a hatred for his dad because he's never good enough. And everyone else is telling him he's not good enough. I actually genuinely think that's why Trump's the way that he is. Like, have you ever watched the Netflix series about, like, Trump and... Happy no, Happy? no, no, no. It's, it's well worth a watch. But basically, like, when, uh... So Fred Trump was kind of, like, this big, you know, loudmouth guy, right? And so Donald came up, and when he did his first project, he was, like, super humble and, like, kind of smart and intelligent and, like almost like a really likable guy. But then he just like wanted to, but he was never bigger than his father at that point. And then as soon as he got bigger than his father, he became the caricature that he is today, right? But he was just almost just like, man, if you just never got bigger than your father, you might just be like this super cool hundred millionaire <laughs> that like people like, right? Like, yeah, maybe you're not, a, excuse me, a billionaire or the president, but like, 
pretty cool dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, but he's not. But he's, yeah, but he's not. But he's not that. Um, anyway, so what what came out is that Brian Colangelo claimed responsibility for one of the accounts, which automatically means to me you just admitted to all five accounts. He it's knew like, of them all. Knew of them all. He had to have known of them all. If he has one himself, you're telling me his wife's hiding them from him? Well, exactly. No, but so he just claimed responsibility for one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. As soon as The Ringer, great article, by the way. Um, as soon as The Ringer. And you know what's really odd? We're going to talk on this as well, too. J.J. Reddick has a podcast on The Ringer. And, like, J.J. Reddick's a Philadelphia 76er player. Right. That's fucking weird. <laughs> We're going to get there, though. Um, it's a leak. A leak, leak in the system. I didn't they broke it first. You heard it's a glitch in the, first. There's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> uh, take the blue pill. Um, red pill. Take the red pill. Um, anyway, so uh, the ringer contacted Brian Colangelo, and Brian Colangelo was like, oh, yes, I'm one of these accounts, like the lesser of the five. Three of them immediately got changed from public to private, and the other one hasn't been tweeting since, like, last summer. So... To me, that screams hiding evidence. Like, you, you know, like, I, I don't want to bring up Aaron Hernandez. It's kind of a, uh, a sensitive subject for sure, right? But when you started hearing all the evidence come out, you're just like, oh, yeah, he, he did it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he... like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every piece of evidence that came it's out. It's not just a rumor anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, you, you can't. It's like Bill Cosby. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> you can't say, it's hey. Like Bill. Too many girls now. <laughs> all right, Kevin. Mr. Spacey, um, what's in the box? Um, you can't say, hey, Brian, we think these Twitter accounts are yours. Be like, no, this one's just mine. Three of them immediately get changed to private. And then also three of them got linked to a phone number uh, with the last two digits that his wife has. Are you serious? Yeah. So like, because you have to list a phone number with them, right? Or you can list a phone number with right, them. Right, yeah, 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 And three of them ended in, I think it was a 9-1, and his wife's phone number ends in a 9-1. So, I mean, I don't know. He did. <laughs> like, I know we're innocent to proven guilty in the court of law, but we're not a court of law. We're like a court of fun. Um, <laughs> I think he did it. I, 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 me too, I agree. I mean, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in now to like, what are the ramifications of that? Taking it. Fired. It's gotta be fired, man. Why hasn't he been fired yet, then? Because, it, like you said, prove, uh, innocent until proven guilty. They're gonna let it happen until it's like I don't know how you can keep this guy your general manager when you're calling out players on your own team. Why are those guys gonna want to resign with that man? Yeah, yeah like the, the it's a breach of trust and a half. Yeah, right? it's not even just with the players. I think it's with, like the entire staff. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. The whole those guys got called out. Feel it more than anyone else. Oh, for sure, for sure. The whole relationship would just be tainted. Yeah, man. And who's going to want to go sign for agent? Who's like, oh, I'm going to play Philly. This guy's going to call me out on social media behind some fake account. Yeah. Even the players who were referenced, it's going to, it's like the, the their their relationship now with those players is going to affect all everyone else in the entire chemistry. Well, it's like, and kudos to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was admittedly more mature than I think he ever has been in his life about it. He's like, uh, you know, I, I he's never been anything but fine to me so you know we're not going i'm not going to say anything about it right we got to know until we know for sure i mean if it is him it sucks but we don't know anything right now for sure um yeah we also tweeted he said uh he tweeted one of the burner accounts and says sam hinky is better than you and smarter than you or something like that hmm. never mind he's not that mature <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just it's so like this is not a story that ever happened five years ago. No. Like, this is just so... Yeah, like, our social is, media. 
Yeah, like this is just insane. It's like, what is it? But what do you think Brian Colangelo is trying to do? I think you put the you you nailed the like you hammered the nail on the head. Like I think he has severe daddy issues. No, but what do you like him tweeting up. this out at MB? Do you think he's like trying to light a fire? Like, like why even? What's the motive? I think all it does is take pressure away from Brian Colangelo. Oh, okay. He's just by getting opinions out there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jill Embiid's a, a lazy bum that, you know, is dancing at a Meat Hill concert. So that's fine. He's trying to save his own job, but he might get fired due to it. It's a, you, it's a, you always create your own worst enemy, man. Like, you always, <laughs> you always do, right? Did these Twitter accounts that were created in him and fake, did they have, like, sizable followings? Or, like, were people even seeing these tweets? Um, a decent amount. Like, uh, thousands, not hundred thousands or anything like that, but still thousands, right? Like, you know, we, we, I mean, where do we live, right? I mean, we're already going to fucking bleep it out. Thanks, Nick. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like we, like in America, it's a completely different game. Like the, like, but you follow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like the beat writers and people like that, that follow those beat yeah, writers. Yeah. Like that's its own subculture in and of itself. Yeah. yeah right. Sure. Like there's yeah, thousands yeah. of people in a city that are going to follow their team like that. Very true. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, to me, any chance of signing LeBron James, even, I, I, I don't know how, like, it, it's it's tough to say fire him, though, right? Because right now, they've been planning their free agency pitches, they've been planning their draft, right? Like, it's just, all it is is now just a distraction in what everyone's been dubbing the biggest offseason of, yeah. of this of this team, right? Yeah, but then you, can just, you just promote from within at that point. Plan doesn't change, that guy's gone. I don't know, but how do you know that everyone else wasn't like so just a, another little reference point something we haven't talked about here because it's kind of a sensitive subject uh the dallas mavericks um all their executives are like starting to get fired for sexual harassment and stuff like right, that yeah. and when it first happened mark cuban's like oh i know nothing but now it's like starting to come out that mark cuban did? probably knew most of this right like there's no way you run an organization you're that involved as he is yeah, yeah without yeah. knowing that right like true i i, I are we automatically assuming that every assistant general manager and high-level executive in the Philadelphia 76ers didn't know exactly what Brian Colangelo was doing? True. Right? Like, I don't think it's just as easy as... Yeah, but if here, you can't I'm, prove I'm gonna, that they were, you can't overhaul the entire front office, dude. I agree, I agree. But if I'm now a player... So they just want out of Philly. Well, if I'm a player and you can't prove it, as you say, right? But you can't prove it to me. So I, I'm a player. I'm a free agent. I have, I'm have. i LeBron James. I have all the freedom in the world, right? Yeah. Like, I'm LeBron James. I can do oh, what I want. Oh, Philadelphia's already... There's no way he's going to Philadelphia now. I agree. I agree. But, like, even even not just Philadelphia. Even if you're J.J. Redick. Even if you're uh, Paul George. Even if you're Kawhi Leonard, right? Like, you might get traded there, but do you want to sign there? Because you don't know that... Here, I'm going to put a reference up, Taylor. Hydra. You cut off one head, two raises from the ashes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you get it. Is that a Marvel reference? Tis a Marvel lost. Tis a Marvel reference, Nick. You'll see them. You'll see them. Um, I don't know. Like, I maybe it is as simple as firing Brian Colangelo, but just from an outside perspective, if I'm taking my talents, if I have an X number of years to maximize my earning potential, why fucking risk it? Yeah, there's definitely every free agent now is a red flag by that team, man. Yeah. Everything. an asterisk for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah so do I really want to go and like you can say all you want in the free agent pitch and everything like that but why would they lie to you why would they be up front and be like no, we so actually you don't think they will fire uh, Brian Colangelo or you do think they will I think they will but I also so you don't know if that's the right business move no 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 I'm just saying is everyone in Philadelphia automatically innocent 
No, no. Like, is it, if, if I'm a free agent trying to maximize my earning potential, maybe I have one big contract in my life. Do I want to go there when maybe the guy that they hired was, you know, in on it the entire time? They were all sitting around in board meetings together tweeting about us. Like, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> bring in the unicorn. Like, I don't know, right? Is It's so weird. I think it's, like, they had the chance to be a dynasty. And it's, but it happens so much, right? Like, empires fall on their faces all the time. Yeah. So true. But you're yet the harder you fall. Like Joel Embiid was devoted to this team. Like this guy wasn't going anywhere in my mind. Any like he would just sign here his whole career. Yeah. The way he talks about Philadelphia. But now you you gotta think, does he still feel the same way? He's got what, like three or four years left on his contract now? He's already been in the league for three years. Four so years. Four years. He missed two years, played like half a year. Yeah. Yeah. So he's already on his extension. So he's got three years left after this. Yeah. Yeah, because he came in the same draft as Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. You don't want, if you lose Embiid, you're going... Like, yeah, you're just well, Ben Simmons, I guess. But, like, but I, I don't know. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together prove that they can't win a championship, right? Well, not yet. They're, they're, like, that's their first full year together. 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 Um, I don't know, man. I, Players get better, man. They develop. Like Sure. Okay. Ben Simmons, it does. You can't just get a jump shot in one summer. No, you're no just saying it's gonna happen next year either, though. Okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough, right? But now we're saying if Joel Embiid's contract is ticking, yeah, that's what I mean. And there's a fear of the front office, right? Like you had two superstars you could build your team around for ten years. Like, yeah. yeah, like they're so both young, They're both so young. Like you had a dynasty waiting to happen. You know what I love? And now it could be. T- it could not happen due to this. To idiotic a fucking move. idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it would be awesome if they just kept like the exact same front office, but then just put Sam Hankey back in charge. <laughs> just <laughs> to come back and love Just to like... come back and troll. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. My uh, my boss was telling me a story about his mom. His mom uh, worked HR for a township, and then the township, uh, you know, just due to small town politics, um, they fired her because you know she was like like it's anything in politics, right? They just didn't gel and people ganged up and got her out right so she got let go from her job but then the small towns consolidated into like so like four small towns consolidated into like a region and then that girl like my boss's mom got the job of head of hr for the region <laughs> so got to come back in and fire all three yeah. people from the town <laughs> what like, a feeling that's great eh, right it's just like so you gotta be so careful in, in oh, yeah. age, right? Like you, you never know, man. And even though I thought Brian Colangelo would be a basketball life for forever, and you know he'll probably get a job at, at USA Basketball again with his dad, or or I guess his dad's with the Philadelphia 76ers now as well too. Like I think he'll be fine. He'll probably get a job again somewhere, but he's never gonna be a general manager. No, though. yeah, he could you could get another job in the NBA. Even though. oh, I think he will. He'll get yeah. like a, a special advisory position yeah. or something like that. But how do you come back from that fully? Won't be next year. Tiger Woods is just now coming back. It's very true. Right. John Mintil is now coming back. Huh. Takes a while, man. Everybody loves a comeback. Yeah. That's true. That's why we're all rooting for Johnny. Rooting for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> just funny. Just funny. You know, it's funny in five years from now on Beers Manager, like, ah, Brent Colangelo wasn't so bad. <laughs> um, so, I often feel a quick... I often feel like a rapid succession of emotions kind of one after the other. Um, But I don't think 
I felt as many emotions as J.R. Smith and LeBron James did <laughs> in the last 4.7 seconds of game one. Um, I encourage everyone to go back and watch the tape of J.R. Smith when he's just past the three-point line. So there's about 3.4 seconds left when he's dribbling it out. His face goes from extreme pride to aggressive confusion to aggressive <laughs> panic <laughs> to just complete bewilderment in 3.2 seconds you're just like like and then lebron james on the bench probably goes like i always thought lebron james was a pretty good actor on the court but he's very clearly just a good actor off the court as well too, because he was having a full-on oscar performance meltdown on that bench having to sit beside jr smith um, it's funny because Jared Smith, he's won a ring, but you will be remembered for that play and that play only. That will always get brought up. Yeah, exactly. Henceforth. Yeah. And you know what sucks? Like, I wish LeBron James hadn't been a Raptor killer, it's like for the past three years. And I wish LeBron James also just wasn't kind of like, everything was really calculated and sort of ingenuine and, and kind of phony. Yeah. Because he put on a game of the ages. Game one. That was fantastic. Yeah. 51 points. Like, it, it was fan not even just the points. Like, he just was dominating that game. Yeah. I legitimately thought Cleveland was going to win. They should have. And then they were too hard <laughs> broken after that. And then well, almost and you know, and, Yeah, exactly, right? Time. And people, yeah, they were just deflated, man. Like, yeah. it just no one was doing anything. Yeah. Like, Steph and KD didn't even. Steph and KD went one for eight in overtime. It was Clay Thompson, Sean Livingston. Everyone was just doing it. And then. Last night, didn't Steph Curry hit, like, nine three-pointers? Yeah, he had a final record nine three-pointers. There was one where it was the end of the shot clock, and he was at about 32 feet back, and he just, it like, skies it, skyballs it, and I'm like, man, that's going to go in. <laughs> sure enough, it goes in, and you're just like, how do you hit that, man? Yeah, Steph Curry's a freak. It's a beast. I also want to talk a little bit about game one about, um, did you see the charge block? No, I tried to read about that, but I hadn't had time yet. Nick? No, I did not. So with 34 seconds left, Cleveland's up by two. Um, Kevin Durant drives. LeBron James shifts over outside of the restricted zone. Like his feet are clearly outside of the restricted zone to take the charge. And ref blows the whistle. And again, I've talked about it numerous times on this program. Blows the whistle and then immediately looks at everyone else to make a call. It's like, not entirely sure you should have blown your whistle then, right? You're just like, I think this is a foul. But if you can't directly call that foul, yeah, yeah. you should not be. Am I right? Yeah. So they blow it, right? <laughs> Good job. They blow it, call it a charge on Durant. And then, you know, of course, it's 34 seconds left. Golden State's down by two. It's game one of the finals. They make their, their case. They're pleading, right? So the refs are like, okay, we'll review it. We'll review it. And you can review in the last two minutes anything that happens in an NBA game, basically, right? So they were reviewing first for if his feet were outside of the restricted zone. Because if your feet are inside the restricted zone, it doesn't matter if you were planted. It's a it's a block at that point. Right. right. But his feet were very clearly outside of the restricted zone. Like, again, I don't want to give LeBron James a lot of credit, but he was, like, it was aggressively outside of the restricted zone. <laughs> okay. So they review it. And after watching the review, um, I think LeBron James, like, LeBron James blocked. Like, it was a blocking foul on LeBron James. He shifted over. He was still moving at the last second, and he kind of puts his right shoulder into Kevin Durant. So, like, I mean, they ended up getting the call right. Um, but, like, you you really can make the argument that it should never have been reviewed at all. I think that reviewing penalties, although penalties could be called wrong sometimes, it just never happened. Reviewing a penalty, I find, is stupid. And then like, in hockey, you get a goal. Like, 
the whole until the next puck drops, like, oh, they're offside. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, cool or whatever. And, and, and the weight of it, you know, Cleveland up to away. LeBron James has 51 points. Um, like, at that point, they would have gotten the ball back with 34 seconds, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I think they made the right call. I think LeBron James absolutely was a blocking foul. But what they said when they went to review it was, um, we're going to see if his feet are inside or outside of the restricted zone. And it's like, if you were watching the play, like, your job is to watch the play, ref. You would very clearly see that his feet are not in the restricted zone. I don't know. I mean, you guys don't like to indulge me when I say it, but I think the NBA and their refs get mandates to, to make calls like that. I think it's a lot more dramatic to have Golden State get two free throws and tie the game up with 30 seconds left than it is for Cleveland to have the ball up to with 34 seconds left. I think per ratings, per social content, per everything, what you can talk about on Twitter, what you can talk about on Instagram, what you can talk about on Snapchat, what friends can text one another to be like, turn on this game, turn on this game, right? What broadcasting, commercial, everything like that. Yeah, I think it's the right call. But it should never have been reviewed. It like their argument for why it started to get reviewed was wrong. Yeah, but like it's easy for us to watch on the TV and see everything like perfectly than it is to be at the game and, and see it. Like that is their job. Like you said, yeah. But they can all like the whole reviews for that reason. So you go back and double check to make sure what you think you saw is actually what you did see. Yeah, that's fair. Like, the game's fast. There's, I mean, you know what, I, I, just, I didn't also say, uh, there was a one where LeBron James, Kevin Durant drives, again, there's probably two, three minutes left, Kevin Durant drives, LeBron James strips him, he gets called for a foul. There's another one where LeBron James drove, and Kevin Durant clearly fouled him, and no call was made, right? So, I mean, again, all tight games, right? Like, it was a tight game. I just, I guess my point being is, it's a lot easier for the NBA to influence tight games like that. I just think, the and I, I think, yeah. though, they, they, they make a conscious effort to go out of their way to influence tight games like that. I'm, uh, well, because obviously I know your standpoint, and I obviously know your standpoint. You're like, you guys are both on opposite playing fields. Yeah. Aggressively disagree. <laughs> exactly. And I'm kind of on, like, both sides of the fence. Like, I get what you're saying, Graham, because it's like, I don't know, as you get older, you kind of realize that, like, literally everything is a business. And it's all about what sells. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, part of me thinks, I don't know, like, like I don't want to believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, why, why, well, you know, it's as such a fan of sports, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't think, I just think if, like, it's hard to be a fan if you do have that mindset. That's what, I, that's what I think, too. I love the game of basketball, but I hate the NBA. Fair enough. Yeah. But you watch it because that's the highest level of basketball available and Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, not gonna be perfect every time. I mean the I like I love football and I I like watching the NFL, but there are a lot of things about the league that bother me. Yeah. But like nothing's gonna be perfect, man. And especially I guess not so much with basketball, but the way that the NFL is, it's that way because of all the like these studies coming about with Concussions, any physical yeah. sports. Yeah. So they're changing the game to adapt to that, which they sh kind of should. Like, I don't know. You can't blame anyone with this current state. They're just trying to figure it out right now. Yeah. No, I. I NBA. It's hard cause NBA's not, a little different. We were watching football and they're like going, like Ray Lewis, those guys are this. Like, they're killing guys on the field. It's a different now. game. Yeah, but like, 
of course, like when you're watching hockey, like you love to see seeing Scott Stevens play. But like that, that's just like not healthy to people in the league playing that way. Nor is that really how hockey's played. No, I know. Yeah, you know, like based on rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's what people want to see. But yeah, really, it's it like, sells. It sells. Which I guess it comes back to my point of the business. If the NFL is going the opposite way, they're like tr- they're not giving the fans what they want to see. And it's hurting their business. No, I don't think so. They're still like the Super Bowl is the. No, but their ratings are down. Their ratings are down. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I think it's the, still the most watched. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl's like no, more... no, most watched uh, big four sport. Is it really? Yeah. Sunday, oh, I... Sunday is the. Super Bowl. I believe it, and you know what? Like we, football's a religion, in the states. Yes. The Lord said. And um, baseball. It's a national pastime. Um, no, it's it's a great point, and also just people don't have television subscriptions anymore, right? Like people always yeah. yammer on about uh, The Walking Dead that. Uh, they're down to like 8 million viewers, like, and they peaked around like 16, 15, 16 million viewers, right? So they're down half their viewers, right? Uh, but people don't have television subscriptions. And also, if you can get in front of 8 million people, that's still 8 million a people. ton of people. Like, that's not a lot. That's like, like, yeah, it's not your peak, right? But it's not. Yeah, so like. It's not like you've dropped down to 4 zone. If I watched my, uh, like, the Packers playing DAZN, might counted towards that viewership. What's DAZN? It's like a streaming. It's a service I pay for, though. Oh, absolutely. That's Okay. Yeah. yeah, because there's still, like, because whenever you watch it, it's still, like, your stream's going to be from Fox, or your stream's going to be from yeah. uh, ESPN. Not or, anything okay. anything where you've had to put in your information so that they can track you, Okay. yes, that counts towards streaming. But anytime you, like, you watch it on a Reddit stream or something yeah, like yeah. that, that's not going to count towards it or anything like that. Or when you... When you, you think do. that maybe they can collect that data, though? Streams? Uh, no, I, I'd have to imagine that, though... I guess it would be, be two yeah. separate data if they could... I, I, have to I guess imagine, it'd be hard. I'd also have to imagine that those companies, like the Reddits and places like that of the world, uh, what they spend most of their money on is cybersecurity, right? For that very reason, because that's breaking federal law. But realistically, like these, like the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, I feel like they're aware of the fact that you or anyone mm-hmm. can go to Reddit and pull up a stream of well, that's why they're doing their own thing now cbc streams and they're doing to try to take away from that yeah like these they're they have to be aware of this right they, oh there's no doubt in my mind that they're aware of it yeah, right absolutely. so it's like like you can screen the whole stanley cup playoffs in cbc well anyone any series that was covered by cbc yeah i feel like there'd be a way to track not exactly accurately but at least somewhat accurately of the amount of people that are legally streaming your signal legally Illegally. Legally? Well, I mean, I guess Reddit would have the uh, their server data. Like th- th- that. Reddit would have their server pulled, data. Like, so, yeah. like, it's like somewhere down the. I don't know a whole lot about the yeah. tech of it, but like, I don't know. I could see how there's some no, kind no. of technology. I, I imagine Reddit's or those companies know it, but they're not just going to give that to the NFL. That's basically saying we just broke the law. Yeah. Here's some data. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's, like they, I agree that. Absolutely, that data is collected and is yeah. known, but there's no way to true legally come out and say we have this kind of thing, right? Yeah, this is true. Um, what a little tangent there. No one really want to. Like, why do they care? Why would Reddit care about the NFL? Like, why would they care about like they wouldn't like people ask for their their numbers or whatever? They're like, no, my God. Like, why do they want to show you how many streamers they have? Oh, exactly. No, yeah. no, they they wouldn't because as soon as they say this is the number we have, they just admit that they broke the law. Yeah. Right, like this, it would never happen. Um, but yeah, that the end of that game one was just it was it was heartbreaking to watch. I mean, it was exciting to watch. Like I just funny, 
What are you talking about the finals there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get into like the ethical ramifications of streaming sports. I forgot. Uh, we yeah, we get there, about. eh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the best chance Cleveland had was to win game one. And they look just defeated yesterday. They're toast, man. I don't think they're going to win again. No, I mean, they might win. It's a sweep. I think it's a sweep. Gentlemen sweep. Get the brooms ready. Gentlemen sweep. I think it's a full-on get the brooms. Full-on sweeper? Yep. I was at, uh, I volunteer for a junior B hockey team, and uh, it was their playoff series, and this one kid came in with a broom. Looked like a big goon, right? And uh, didn't pay, and like, got into fights with every parent, every, like, blah, every junior B team official. Right, like, we're all trying to kick this kid out. He just would not leave. It's like, dude, the ticket's like $7. Like, just give them $7. Like, <laughs> like you can avoid all of this. Like, everyone hates you right now, man. Everyone's, like, actively hating you. Just give them $7, right? And as soon as the team lost, uh, he threw the broom on the ice. So, like, basically, he went and got into a fight with, like, 14 people to throw a broom on the ice for a sweep. I know. I'm like, get a life, dude. Or spend the $7. I, do, do it and spend the $7. Um, yeah, I think gentlemen sweep. I think LeBron will win the one. Include I think you, he, he was going to, and then uh, yeah. he's too soul crushed now. I think he's I, I think, he, I think he did lead them to one. Yeah, yeah exactly. And took it away from him. Uh, also, I was I, who did I text? I think I texted you it. Um, I'm saying I'm not going to call him J.R. Smith anymore. I'll call him whatever his first name is Earl. if he wants. Earl Smith. Pretty sure it's Earl. I'll call him J.R. Can we Google that? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost positive it's Earl. Um, I'm saying I'll either call him his first name or I'm calling him Junior Smith. Junior. He, does, he hates it apparently, but I'm like, you don't deserve Earl Joseph Smith. <laughs> Earl <laughs> Joseph, okay. I'll call him Earl Joseph Smith or Junior Smith. What you do don't you deserve JR anymore. Why doesn't he just rock Earl? Yeah. It's a cool name. Earl Smith? Hetty Earl. Hetty Earl? Hetty Earl. Why not EJ Smith? You know how JR is known for the bottle of Henny? Oh. And weed? Yeah. yeah. Come play in the National Basketball League of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> They'll take you. Um, yeah, crazy finals. Uh, gentlemen sweep, I'm going to say it. Nick? Cleveland win any? No. <laughs> Full on sweep. But people are saying that, like, uh, so even in 2001 against the Lakers, Allen Iverson won one game. So if LeBron James can't win a game against this, he's I think efficient. they're broken, man. Yeah, LeBron's not getting any help. He's pissed. Three for nineteen on open shots last game. Like I don't know, man. I mean, on any given night though, Cleveland shooters will hit their shots. Most so. is too Only much for Toronto, man. Only against Toronto, man. Yeah, that seems to be the trend. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Korver, Rodney Hood, Kevin Love, Kevin and Love. Jeff Green will be the best players in the NBA. It's not just like Golden State's a good offense though. Like they they have a whole. Oh, I think their defense is unbelievable. That's what I mean. Their, their whole team is, is just amazing. Like, I think their offense this year has almost struggled with Kevin Durant. Their like, offense this year is probably one of the worst years. Worst they've... in the past four years. Yeah. They've had it for sure because of Kevin Durant. I mean, like you have Kevin Durant, of course. You're going to ISO the ball with Kevin Durant, but... Uh, too much. Yeah, too much. No, their defense is still smothering, right? Yeah. And that's without AD. Yeah. <laughs> Mind-boggling. <laughs> Mind-boggling. <laughs> there was something last night. It was like uh, the end of a quarter. And... Um, Jordan Bell was playing defense, and then Cleveland called a timeout or something like that. And then Iguodala is talking to Jordan Jordan Bell. He's like, 
like clearly like coaching, right? Like yeah. just tell him do this, do this, do this, do this, right? And then Jordan Bell steals the inbound pass. That's and, amazing. And it's just like, and then you see Iggy, like they show a shot of Iggy. He's like smiling and clapping. Oh, yeah. and you know who he kind of looks like? He kind of looks like, like a black Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like take a look at him. You're just like, wow, that's that's it. Um, Iguodala. Yeah. Like really? take, I, it was like, I was like, wow. Shocking, shocking. Off the check, better. Yeah, do it. Especially since Paul went bold. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is, right? Um, John. Um, wow, that was a late John showed up. Yeah, it's there though. Although I think we were talking about John listen. earlier when we were talking. Make him listen to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's still listening. Do we just want <laughs> this, this clown still listening to the podcast? Yeah. We know he's you're not the John early, and he's like, "All right, I'm good." We know you're not working. <laughs> yeah. Um, John, are the Jays winning? <laughs> <laughs> Got no, some, uh, not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even question anymore. Quick afternoon two-hour basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> um, John, get me a job. <laughs> I'm coming. To I just want to work there. Oh, ah, damn it. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. Can we bleep out that bleep too? For sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so you just had some NFL odds and ends that you wanted to uh, to talk on real yeah, quick. Yeah, Brandon Marshall to the Seahawks. What do you think? A lot of people wrote him off last year after that Giants stint. I don't know. I think he might be a good fit in Seattle, man. He kind of brings that, uh, that, uh, like, he can catch a fade pretty nice. Yeah. And they don't have a guy that can go up. Like, like Tyler Lockheed's a speed demon. They got Doug Baldwin, who's a great slot receiver going over the middle, catching anything you throw him. But they don't have that guy that can just go up over a corner. Yeah. Bring it down the corner of the end zone. And Brennan Marshall's going to bring that aspect. He's a tall, lanky dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nick? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of think, see it as, like, I don't really see the Seahawks being that good of a football team. Their offense would be good. Yeah. Russell Wilson's still there. I don't know if it'll be enough for... Kind of rings to me like a team that doesn't want uh, to admit that they're maybe at the end of their rope. I think they know that them. now because they... Well, at least their defense is why, totally... Why side Brandon Marshall then? Because um, well, he's, he's better in now presence. After his last year. Better in presence? Yeah, and like Taylor said, yeah, he's a big body receiver, which they don't have. He fits a need on their team in, in their offense. <laughs> and I think, I mean... Like, it will be, be higher on Brandon Marshall. Yeah, for sure. For oh, sure. What did they? It was cheap. two years ago. He caught ten ten touchdowns. I think it was a cheap signing. Yeah, I don't think the dollar amount was revealed, but it's nothing crazy. You're not giving Brandon Marshall crazy contract. It's gonna be veteran minimum. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know, man. I. He said he even said the market was thin for him. He's like, I, I don't think expect the market to be like this. It's like yeah. I pretty much had to go to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to be here. But, uh, that's a great way to start your t- your tenure in Seattle. I just I uh, paraphrased. <laughs> More quoting, yeah, indirectly quoting him. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad signing at all, but I just don't see him bringing like a. He's not going to put a crazy game. It's changing. a game changing. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to have crazy numbers, but he's going to no. be. I think he's going to be a good fit for the. Like, he's going to bring a good uh, aspect to the offense. Yeah, for sure. I like just, Seattle's receivers, like, they don't like, like, Jimmy Graham was there, and, like, he barely looked like the tight end he was in New Orleans. Like, his career's going to be resurrected this year. Yes, yes, Taylor. But, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seattle, like, you know, the guys aren't, they're not getting flashy numbers. They just do their job, get yeah. it done, get the touch. They, they still win. Doug Baldwin can put up some pretty flashy numbers. Yeah, like, week eight and on. <laughs> week He'll eight. put up games where he's like, oh, my God, he has, like, 180 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah no, don't, don't draft Baldwin. him. Don't draft him. <laughs> Seven, but yeah, it's that yeah, trade from no, seriously trade from half of the year. You yeah. said um, no offers for Des Bryant. Tay, no, 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 none so far. Should have went what's your, ta- what's your take on that? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I hate Des. Ah, don't hate him. I don't like to say. I just don't like Des Bryant. Yeah, in a hating sort of way. <laughs> Nick, thoughts? 
I think uh, he thought it was a, just a classic case of kind of not really knowing your worth and thinking you're worth more than you are. And I think he felt like Brandon Marshall. It's like, oh, damn, the market's thin. <laughs> Pulling a full-on Carmelo. I don't know, man. I think he just wants way too much money for what he's worth and his age. I think he's being too. I think he does. There is some offers on the table. He's just he wants to go he's to the Giants or to the, he wants to play in the division. He wants revenge. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's like, man, you got to take what you can get it at some point. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. But I think, just, I think he's holding out because he's like, I'm a veteran. I don't really want to do all this OTA bullshit anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people like the media will want me to come and talk to them, kind of thing. Yeah, right? he's like, I'm like, oh, I'm past this training camp. I'll show up at the preseason and play. Right. In his defense, I wouldn't really want to be uh, playing with Joe Flacco for the next three years. Although Lamar Jackson's enticing, but Michael Strahan did that on purpose. Eh? After he retired, he came in. And he's like, "Yeah, that last year I knew I was playing, but I just held out till OTAs." <laughs> <laughs> he was funny as uh, Kelly and Michael. I enjoyed him. Ah, Strahan's awesome. Um, Raptors have another head coach. What's your take on that? Uh, I Just... think that they wanted Budenholzer and they struck out, and now they're like, "Fuck." Yeah. What do we do? Oh God, Nick. Must be, or they're taking their time. And I'm gonna say, and I, I, I'm trusting the side that maybe it's a good thing they haven't rushed into it. They're doing the research. Yeah. I don't know, you know, but there's no ru- ne- there's no immediate rush really. Yep, yeah. there is, but there's not. Their front office is set, <laughs> right? Like right now, what's happening is, I would almost say maybe set your roster, and then see what coaches are saying on Fits that. Those players, right? Like maybe if you can't but do it might that, be hard to get players without knowing who the coaches can be. Maybe they have plans that we don't even know about and they're like, part of it can be you can pick your coach. Pick your coach? LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> you want to coach and play. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, hey, man, if anyone's going to do it, it's Masai. <laughs> yeah. um, LeBron would love that, man. But then the whole Raptors are different by trade deadline next year. It's by like, start DeMar, get the fuck out of here. Start <laughs> of the year. No, I mean, LeBron's just going to trade everyone away. Uh, well, he's not GM. Right, you're right. But who are we kidding? He traded the whole Cleveland Cavaliers away as a player. Yeah. Didn't even need to be coached. Yeah, didn't even be Jim. I I I, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I guess I don't know if Tyrone is a good coach or not. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. He's either. a voice. People talk that he's it's like such this great coach, and I'm like, I don't know. I I mean I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just like, he just fits the role because he doesn't get in LeBron James' way. Because David he, Blatt challenged LeBron James, and LeBron's just like, I don't like this bullshit. Like, yeah. I'm doing what I want to do, I'm not doing what you want to do. Yeah. And Tyron Lewis is just like, fuck, yeah, let's do what LeBron wants to but do. But then you can almost say Eric Spolstra never let just LeBron do what he wanted. But no, Eric but Spolstra actually coached, like, he actually managed He's a LeBron. good coach. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't say, like, it's just LeBron's automatically, like, Oh, fuck every coach. I mean, I guess he, that was the first time around in Cleveland was fuck every coach. But um, he can be coached, I guess. Yeah, I think so. But I do think he has that. I think he's going to him where he's like. I think he's only been coached by one guy, and it's Eric Spolstra. Yeah, but I do think also, like, people try to coach him. He just, in his own head, is like, no, that's wrong. Yeah. And he's just going to do what he wants to do. Anyways. Yeah. Like, I think he's, cause he has that big ego like that. But I think that's, like, a lot of athletes have that. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers, like, Game is on the line. Like someone calls a play, he's like, "No, nah, that's stupid. I'm throwing out." He's, he's I'm gonna throwing call a play. Sh- I'm throwing a Shaq. Yeah, you're at that. Yeah, level. yeah exactly. <laughs> Shaq's running a fade. You're at uh, that level where you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, to an extent. To an extent. Um, I don't know. Good a place as any. That was probably an hour. We're gonna, let's be honest. We've like, covered a lot. That's definitely an hour. Yeah. How many sports we have today? Uh, not as many. CFL, as last week. NFL, 
NBA. I'm Washington up 2-1. NHL. <laughs> Ovi looked mad happy on that bench. Oh my god. I can't stand Evgeny's Kuznetsov though. <laughs> Cannot stand that. But that game... Like I, I was telling them, I, I didn't really like aggressively watch it or anything like that. Sorry, Rich! Um, but it was on in the background and it was like, oh, fuck, that's a good game. Good game. Let's do an update on the score now. Oh, true. The Blue Jays also still suck. Yeah, nothing's changed with the six. Blue Jays. Sports. Is that six there? <laughs> oh, they won tonight, though. Oh, no, that was last night. Oh, that's psych. NHL, Taylor. Yeah, we're going. 4 nothing Washington. Washington. Dang. Beauty. Wow. He's got the goalies. Oshie, Tom Wilson, Smith Pelly, John Carlson. Cause that's off your boy with three apples. Oh, beauty. Can you can you do uh, goal celebrations when you have three apples? I think so. Pass! Woo! 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 <laughs> Alright, I think that's fixed sports. Yeah. Uh, just setting records all the time. Hey, I don't know what you guys we are doing. We didn't mention Tiger Woods, too. I don't know. I don't know what you guys Howard are doing on PGA. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing on your Monday night. We're just setting fucking records. Um, good to Raise see the you. bar. Good to see you, boys. I, me and Nick were both saying, like, mon it was such so weird Monday. Like, it was just such a weird energy today. Like, I don't know what it was, but... It's Monday. Immediately after this, I'm feeling a trillion times better, so... It's therapy. Go well, beers. Like, Friday's, like, the best. It's like, you end your week, it's like, yeah, right, you get off work, you go have a few beers, talk about sports, and the weekend started. It's like, yeah. Now we're starting our week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hopefully this put us off on a good foot. Yeah. This Monday's a little more tolerable. I'm tolerating today. Tolerating. <laughs> Calibrating the tolerate. Tolerating? <laughs> That's what you said. Did I? <laughs> That's cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. Like tolerating and celebrating and like mash them together. Oh, it's cool. Shakespeare did that shit, right? Article. <laughs> okay. All right. We are now signing off. Okay. What'd you have for dinner? Beer's mandatory.